It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hello and welcome to They Talk, a good game, your favorite footy podcast. Probably we've reached the final season review for 2022. It is none other than the Premiers, the Penrith Panthers. Here to dissect it all with me. Uh, I'm lucky, by the way, but he did dissect it all with me. Is Harvey Billingham? How you doing, mate? Oh, I'm good. Ready to dissect the uh, the best team in the comp. Um, their third grand final appearance in three years. Their second premiership in a row, back to back. Yeah. Is anything going to slow them down and stop them? Um, to get a third in a row. To get a third in the row. Perhaps a little someone by the name of Happy Morisau. Oh, name rings a bell. Rhymes with it. I mean. Did I say that? <laughs> But you whatever. didn't even say it was going to rhyme. I didn't say it was going to oh, rhyme. That's you, what just I meant. Said, you just got his name wrong. <laughs> I meant to say what I meant to say is perhaps someone whose name rhymes with right. Happy Morrisau. That's it. Um, look, they obviously are losing some star players. Uh, uh, Morrisau, as you said, <laughs> and uh, Mimau, <laughs> Kickau, as Mim- he's better yeah. known. Mimau. Uh, but this year they were by far and away the best side, even with Cleary missing. You know the first chunk of the year with injury and then suspension at the you know last six rounds or yeah. so um that their, their team is oh yeah it was most the most it was the most injuries they've had to deal with in their halves in yeah. the last few yeah, years Luai with Cleary as well. and Luai both spending time on the sidelines so incredible um I think one thing that I mean apart from their amazing depth you know yeah. seeing the likes of Sean O'Sullivan and Jamin Salmon step into those roles beautifully um Dylan Edwards had his best year of his career. Oh, for so sure. It's like, yeah. So it's like, you know, already they've got one of the best spines, if not the best spine in the comp. And now there's even more improvement from their fullback. Yeah. Like, it, what? It, I, I really think that um, he was the player that has been holding this, you know, playing such an important role and underappreciated role from yeah, you know, he's just been perspective. Yeah, he's been that hard worker who just yeah. gets it done. But and this it, year it was it, the first year he really got to flourish in that sort of... And I think he took that chance when, you know the stars were going down when when yeah. the injuries were occurring and he was suddenly the senior playmaker in the side or he had that leadership responsibility um, and he, he took it on like unwavering. Like he, mm. he didn't flinch at all. He just yeah. kept doing his job um, and I think everybody else, you know, the casual fan really saw the value that he provides and, you know, he's well up there in the, the top fullbacks in the company. He oh, deserves yeah. all the praise that he, he's now getting. I think based um, on this year, you know, it's one of those things if it wasn't for... James Tedesco, he would have mm. probably won Dalian fullback of the year. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, an unreal year for him. Still, you know, relatively young, like like a lot of that playing group um, at, mm. at Penrith. And they're just such a talented bunch that have obviously that, that culture there that they've built over the last couple of years, a lot of them playing youth football together coming through the ranks and translating that to first grade and finding success. They've, they've got the recipe, right? Yeah. Like, and yes, they're, they're losing some key ingredients um, to continue the cooking metaphor. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's no reason why why the, the soup won't taste as good next year as it, as it did for the last two years. You know, mm. they're, they're just as good a side. 
are, are they really going to be much worse? No, they're not. And it's exciting. If anything, you know, you, you lose a couple stars, but it's exciting to see what, what's next from the Panthers' junior system. It's yeah. the best junior system in the whole comp. And I'm excited to see, um, you know, Mitch Kenny uh, probably gets first crack at, at, at that number nine jersey. But off the bench, I think where Sonny Luke is the guy yeah. talked about who, you know, looks like looks like he's got a lot of potential. Yeah, so we'll, but he's we'll not a young player either. I no, think he, that's he's, true. He's uh, 25, 26. That's he's true. been playing reserve grade for a number of years. But I think they've earmarked him for, for a little while to be that mm. um, person that comes in. And they're also, I think, it's become more popular, this sort of one-two punch out of dummy half. Yeah. Um, has, you know, with the, the speed of the game nowadays, the six agains and everything, we yeah. talk about how that's changed, but the game's a lot quicker. It's a lot more physically demanding. 80-minute hookers are very rare. You know, Coruscant has been able to do it, um, but that one-two punch with, you know, sharing that responsibility is, um, yeah, I think the way forward. It's and kind we- of that that combo is like you, you, every club needs two hookers now. You need... You need one defensive hooker who yeah. will make all the tackles in the world, and for Panthers that year, this year that was Mitch Kenny. Yeah, and then you've got the X Factor hooker, the 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 style, the flair out of dummy half. Yeah, who, which who was can, You know, you can take advantage of when the other team's tired as well. Yeah, um, and I think the reason why it will be so successful at, at Penrith and losing, obviously, Coruscant is one of the best dummy halves in the game. Um, but when you've got Isaiah Yo and you've got Nathan Cleary playing as first receivers mm. you, that you don't have that you don't lose as much of the the game plan the decision making you know the communication so close to the ball already yeah. the decision making's already being done and that whoever it is stepping into that dummy half role their role is actually quite simple at Penrith mm. because it's all established for them and they have such great support whereas um, at other clubs you know I think at the Tigers you know with um, Coruscant going there he'll go there and be one of their primary playmakers he's going to have the playmaking opportunities that he wouldn't have had at Penrith mm. um, because he's, he's going to be one of the more experienced players, one of the leading yeah, members of that spine. Yeah. Um, but Penrith, my gosh, they're, they're just the juggernaut that keeps on rolling. And as you said, it's exciting to see their youngsters coming through. You it know, is. They, as every player that moves on is just an opportunity for another. Absolutely. And I, I, I don't see them slowing down. I, no. <laughs> it's, um, you almost want them to stumble a Bit just to bring the competition a bit closer because I think they go into next year as the heavy favourites to win the, the comp again. And we had such an amazing final series this year, um, a, a good top four battle. Mm. But it felt from it early on, like it, was it was Penrith's premiership that you know they had it almost sewn up. Um, yeah. and anything can happen. But I think you know the odds will be heavily in their favour again this year. Yeah, um, it's just, it's a shame that Parramatta decided to put together their best team for a long while during Penrith dynasty. Just a big shame. Well, that, that's it. Big and shame. They should have done it in two thousand and fourteen or something. Yeah. Thirteen, <laughs> something. Um, so how how does anybody get to their level, right? How how does anybody improve to to match the standard of Penrith? Mm. Um, and this isn't just a, as we've spoken about just a one year thing. They, they weren't the best team this year. They've been the best team for three years. Yeah. Um, I have no idea. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's 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 really yeah not much to discuss really when it comes to Penrith because they're just gonna they're just gonna do well again. They're gonna yeah, be really it, great. Is there? With most of these season reviews, we've tried to be optimistic. Fine, mm. where where they're going to now? We got to try and be pessimistic. Yeah, wh- where is their weakness? Obviously, we've talked about the players moving on, but is there something that they 
need to improve? It, what is? Have you got anything negative to say about them? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, I I guess I just I I guess from a from an attitude and mental perspective, I just would warn against it going to their heads. Not yep. that it hasn't so far. Nah. And you know, I the, think if anything, the if anything, right. that sort of in quotation marks arrogance has, if anything, helped them and yes. spurred them on. Yep. And so, but I guess there's always the possibility that, you know, it goes too far at some point. But I don't think it will. But I'd say if I had to pick out anywhere where there's a chance of something going a bit too far, yeah, yeah. I mean, we perhaps, are really nitpicking here, yeah, um, just to liven up the conversation a bit. Yeah. But I think that they are. There is that risk that it becomes complacency, mm. and they—they, they, I think, because they're such a large core group that they all hold each other to account, and they don't let like the, the internal competition for for places and for to be in that setting so it keeps their standards so high. Yeah. And I think that quote unquote arrogant arrogance is just justified because they are the best team in the comp. And if you're the best team in the comp, you're going to be feeling good. Yeah. And if you go into every weekend expecting to win your footy match and you do win your footy match for three years, <laughs> you know, you're going to be confident. Yeah. And and that is that is not unjustified, that feeling. You know, no. they're, they're fully entitled and they've earned it and they are the best side in the comp and they should be feeling it and they should be enjoying it. You know, some of these players can have unbelievable careers if they, you know, keep this group together and they're able to just keep the, the ball moving forward. But if somehow it slips into that complacency and it just becomes a given that they're the best team in the comp and their, you know, standards drop, then yeah, they're, they're in trouble. Yeah. But, but if they keep their mentality in the right space as a collective that, yeah, I can't see anything slowing them down. No. Shall we have uh, a look at the yeah. fans thought about their season? Um, just after this ad break. 
believes that they just met expectations with a minor premiership and a premiership. I'd, I'd almost agree. Um, I'd almost agree. Yeah, and I think that would be you know on par for next year. If they don't win the premiership, I think it's disappointing. It's below expectations, yeah. yeah. Um, but 38% uh, believe they were above expectations as well. So perhaps expecting... Going a, back to a, back a is a tough feat. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. You know. um, player of the year, have you got a suggestion, a prediction, a, a guess um, for us? Ooh. I think the fans might say Dylan Edwards. I think you're right. Dylan Edwards coming out on top with uh, 58%. Um, Obviously, Cleary and Luai missing chunks of the year. um, Mm. Bumped them down the rankings a little bit. Uh, Cleary did come in in second or 27%. Toto, Yo, and James Fisher-Harris as well, picking up lots of votes. Nice. Um, So, well done them. But Edwards, I mean, he was the glue that held it all together this year. And it could have unraveled. It really could. If they didn't have that... I mean, I know they struggled a bit for momentum and their performances weren't that great heading into the final series. Mm. Um, but he was that anchor for but them. He was that anchor. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, well-deserved, Dylan. Well-deserved. Well done. 2023, looking ahead, 5% of people think they'll miss the eight. What, what the? What, that, that's, what the? That's fuck? more people than the Sharks and the Cowboys, <laughs> um, which is bizarre. The but haters. I think there it's are the just haters. Some, some haters. That's what happens um, with success. You get the haters. That's it. But uh, comfortably the most fans to predict them to be in the top four than any other club. 87% think they'll be in the top four. Um, for reference, the next highest was 65% of fans thinking the Cowboys will be in the top four. So a good 20% above their, their closest rivals. Mm. Um, according to the fans, where are you going to put them? Uh, well, I already put the Roosters at one, so I'll put them at two. Two? What? No, I'm, I'm going number one. Go on one. Yeah, I have to. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah. For all the reasons that we've spoken about already, mm. uh, they are on the verge of doing something special. Three in a row. Hasn't been done since the 90s. Was I think it the, the 80s. 80s? I don't think Broncos ever no. won three in a row in the 90s. I think, um, did the Eels go three in a row? I, I don't know. Eels. I'm actually going to quickly Let's live look do, this up. Do a live Google. I'm going to do a live Google, which we, um, uh, you just we should have, we should have done some <laughs> research before before looking into this. Hang on a um, sec. Hang I'm on a sec. I'm certain that nobody's done four in a row, not in the NRL era. Here um, we go. Going, going, going just, to NRL. Just having a little look. Going to NRL.com. Just having a quick little. Oh, oh no, I pressed back internet. by accident. <laughs> I pressed back by accident. Okay, um, so let me see. Didn't happen in the 90s. No, see, Brisbane went two in a row in 92-93. Canberra went two in a row, 89-90. What have we got here? Parramatta, three in a row, 81-82-83. That's it. There we go. They beat Newtown, then Manly, and then Manly. Wow. So it would be 40 years later. 21, 22, 23, if Penrith were to do it. Wow. It would be, wow, exactly. Yep. Wow, the omen is set. <laughs> wow. There you go. If that wasn't the sign that Penrith needed to, to go back to back to back, um, wow. I don't know what is. But oh my gosh. I, I guess we'll, we'll just have to wait we'll and see. we have to bloody wait and see then, won't we, mate? <laughs> yep. All right. Until next time. Until next until, time. Until, yeah, this is kind of it for the season reviews. So until, who, who knows when we'll see you again. Oh, no. Oh, no. We'll. I surprise you. Until we'll next see. time. Bye bye. <laughs>
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.